Well, hello, folks, and are welcome. Hello, folks. Hello, folks. Hello, folks. Hello, folks. Hello, folks, and welcome to We the Peeps. This is the American Soccer Podcast, in which you are going to get to know everything that you need to know about the USMNT. I am Clayton, and I am an artist. I'm Ty. I'm an Entrepreneur. Oh. And do we love the Nats? Do we, though? <laughs> I think we do. We do, though, right? Do, do you? We're just past I, the I honeymoon totally do. phase. I do. We're, we, we love them. I'm just not sure if we're in love with them. <laughs> it's We the Peeps. We the Peeps. Welcome to We the Peeps. Are you ready for We the Peeps? Holy moly, it's We the Peeps. Folks, the games is was USMNT Voices Japan and USMNT Voices Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say Saudi Arabia in that accent because no one has ever said the words Saudi Arabia in that accent. <laughs> <laughs> there's just no script for this uh we are yeah we are we are creating new canon as we go along uh thank you so much for being here we are so grateful to anybody that is within ears oh. reach of this pod you are you are uh a gentleman and a scholar or gentlewoman you're a gentle person and a scholar gentle person and we are grateful uh for your presence with us thank you so much for being here Today is sort of the last pod before the World Cup. Uh, not that we'll we'll reconvene and talk again, but there is just something it's, a it's little the last <laughs> non World Cup game recap before the World Cup. That's correct, and there is something a little uh, sort of like we're rearing to go. So uh, yeah, we'll talk about these games uh, and some other stuff. Bruh. We're we're Bruh. we're ready. You see that you see these commercials starting to come out? Bruh, you see these panini stickers up in Dwayne Reed? <laughs> it's happening. Yes. It's, it's happening. happening, homie. The, time the World has Cup finally is happening. Come, and that's what's really important. Uh, Ty, any other housekeeping? Uh, any housekeeping you have interest in doing? I mean, we're grateful um, that you're here, man. Tell a friend for the World Cup. Yeah, y'all are, you know, you're just amazing people. And we're, we're very happy that you've been with us on this ride. I can't believe this is this is it. This is it. World World Cup time, baby. That's right. it. That's it. That's the last non World Cup U.S. match before the World Cup. But first, that's it. That's it. But, but first. first, let us get into it. Ender of house keeping. Line them up, me. boys. For U.S. MNT voices, Japan. Uh, we're going to have Maddie Two Hands Toina in the net. You know him. You love him. We got Serginho Dest, Walk Long, center back pairing, and Serginho Sam Vines. Serginho from the block. <laughs> Tyler Adams, Weston McKenney, Luca De La Torre. Come Luca! on in. It's like <laughs> MMA, but like not. It's different. No, uh, it's not. 
LMA. It's the LMAO midfield. Uh, up front, we're going to have Brendan A.A. Ron Swansong, Jesus Ferreira, and Gio Reyna. It's your boy. Beautiful stuff. Guys, the U.S. would have some decent possession and not a lot of bite uh, during the early stages of the first half. In the 12th minute, we would enter the Toyna Voice after a breakdown, get our first uh, breakdown uh, defensively, get our first turn of voice save. Uh, note here, Des looking sloppy. 24th minute, McKenny turn- turnover, Twainover, led to unbalanced Toyna. defense. Almost a goal called off sides. Japanese fans continuing to applaud even after it's called off sides. And then... VAR calls it onsides. USA. That was adorable. <laughs> that was amazing. Did they Just, know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Could go either way on that. Either they, they knew and they're just too joyous. Or they did not realize it had been called offsides. Either way, it was a goal in the end. 1-0. Celebrations well deserved. Uh, and from there, Japan would continue to get uh, chances. Came in, there were the, you know, second half. Japan showed up with some uh, interesting uh, attacking threats that I didn't really know anything about. So, worth mentioning, sure. uh, we, we have a, a gentleman by the name of Endo and another by the name of Morita, who both definitely impressed um, and then, of course, the aforementioned Takafusa Kubo, who, whose name I think we were trying to get on the last Ish episode and boy. couldn't quite get there. Um, but very uh, compelling, uh, compelling attacking uh, threats from, from the Japanese team. Uh, 64th minute, another minor turnerverse. 68th, a WTP highlight to uh, Malik Tillman, double swing and double miss. Fantastic. Uh, we had, uh, throughout this game, we'd see subs. Reggie, soccer player formerly known as Reggie Cannon, a little Mark McKenzie cited. Uh, Malik Tillman, as mentioned, Johnny Cardoso, and Josh Leak. Sargent. Uh, also Leak. not scoring goals. Jesus Ferreira subbed out for Josh Sargent, who also didn't score goals. And in the 88th minute, com- uh, was it Kamada or who was it? It was uh, in the 88th. Kamada, Mitoma, I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Mitoma. Kamada was the 24th. Oh. Uh, oh, Mitoma oh, in the 88th. Beautiful cutting run and a very cool finish. Um, uh, it doesn't feel right for me to jump right into the second game recap, Ty. Give me just a brief first impressions, uh, at that, that perhaps flashback first impressions from Japan, and then I'll do game recap for the, for Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it was rough. Um, it felt to me like, you know, in these high, in high pressure, uh, scenarios, you have nerves, but you also have intensity and, uh, adrenaline pumping. And it felt like what I was seeing was just a lot of nerves and no adrenaline that every player out there was thinking way too much about every single step that they were taking. And they were thinking a lot about their own individual. Um, you know, look and performances, but they were not necessarily thinking about turning that into a team performance, which is understandable for this stage. So, you know, I had hoped that, um, we could, you know, recover from that and build on that going into game two. Spoiler alert. We didn't, (laughs) we did not. So the, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. 
We'll get there, right? So coming out of this feeling a little disappointed, um, you know, the the sight of Josh Sargent slipping and sliding across the field, uh, fresh in my mind as I try to fall asleep. And Saudi Arabia would follow. Good a few, luck. <laughs> a few days later, uh, let's get to a starting lineup for well, this one. Yeah, go ahead. A couple, uh, two more quick hits from the Japan game before, and we'll talk more about it with yeah. the other one. But um, the Ferreira miss. Really, the best chance in either game that the U.S. had was this off the this, head. Yeah, with the head, yeah. easily should have been at least on frame, if not a goal. And um, this is what he's going to do. You you can't you can't even blame him if we take him to the World Cup and he does this, which is going to happen. Greg's going to take him to the World Cup. Greg's going to play him, and he's going to have a big miss. What do you want him to do? You're still you're taking him anyway because you see him do this over and over and over again. It's infuriating. Uh, and then lastly, what just added to the depressingness of this game are these jerseys. Oh, the these jerseys, jerseys suck. dude. They suck. What the hell? You had eight years to design better jerseys. <laughs> What are we doing? I don't know, man. I'm gonna go on a 12 minute rant. Yeah, I got. (laughs) What are we we doing? I got texts about these jerseys, man. The the people are not happy, and trust me, as a USMNT fan, I do not hear much about the USMNT from outside of this podcast. No, but you hear about these these fucking jerseys. You hear about these trash jerseys. Uh, Also, the 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 players have been kind of quietly grumbling about them. So it's this is this is an issue, and I mean. You know, this is trivial, but it's part of the World Cup vibe. Is you getting that that sweet swag? And we've had much better jerseys. It really, you is. could just go bomb pop every year, and and we'd be perfectly happy. You could take any or previous go, year, <laughs> most previous years. Yeah, this these ones are they're like supposed to be like a throwback to the two thousand two jersey, which was better. The two thousand two. It at least had a concept. Also, why are we throwing back to 2002 of all, of all things to do at a time like this? I, 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 isn't this about the most successful world cup in us history? So that's sure. That's, that's that's a good reason, but isn't the whole purpose of this whole mission to change the way the world views us soccer? Yes, 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 it is. It was. Until it was. Now. I think until now, I think it, it's, yeah, until these jerseys and until this set of two games where it so suddenly bring on feels Saudi like, Arabia, yeah, baby. bring on Saudi Arabia. It's starting to feel like, uh, yikes, what are we doing here? So anyways, there's still hope, uh, going into the Saudi Arabia game. Still plenty of that. Cause what if, uh, we just came out and balled out? Well, uh, line them up for Maddie Two Hands Turner, DeAndre Yedlin on the right this time. Walk long once again, and Serginho Dest tucked into the left. Uh, very nice. Just make sure we get a little bit of reps Serginho at every different Destino. thing. Uh, Tyler Adams and <laughs> Kellen Acosta playing a double pivot here, and Weston McKenney at the eight. We'd start with Gio Reyna on the field, and it was enjoyable. To have him there, along with Ricardo Pepe and the Porcelain Prince, Christian Pulisic, uh, up top. Exciting stuff, y'all. Um, 
came out pretty soft, this game, gotta say. <laughs> gotta say, both sides pretty soft. The U.S. doing a lot of uh, sort of defensive driving, I'm going to say, and uh, alerting the ref to any potential threat uh, for their <laughs> physical health. <laughs> Making sure the ref knew. 23 uh, minutes in, uh, not much. It's, you know, by notes in this, they don't have a lot of timestamps. Because you know what? It all blurred together. And it just didn't seem, uh, it, it didn't have this the pillars of uh, drama that, that many US MNT games do have. But I will say this. It looked like nobody wanted to get injured. I wondered, is this what those Brazil games are like? <laughs> The five Brazil five nil in my YouTube. Like, is this the energy of those, or are all World Cup uh, or are other nations playing their pre World Cup friendlies like they mean it? Uh, Kellen Acosta with a couple fuck ups uh, feels feeling very difficult to evaluate this game. Saudi Arabia came very close on a bobbly chance in the second half. Uh, Serginho Dest with a pretty dope inside out spana at some point. Uh, I asked myself, when did Nips sub in for Reina? Uh, and then, and then that was it. The game was over, zero zero. So I don't know what happened. Hang them up, boys. Hang them up. Uh, really not sure what to make of this. Coming out of this two-game stretch, uh, feeling like the World Cup may, in fact, be quite a learning experience indeed uh, for all of us. Ty, what were your first impressions? Well, I. I definitely wasn't um, uplifted by this camp, but I'm not overly concerned. This is the the preseason football of the World Cup, and it truly does not have a one-to-one relationship with how the team will perform in the World Cup, um, specifically for the reason that I cited that the, the goal of each individual player in these matches is not to win the game, mm. right? The goal of each individual player is to make the squad. And for the players who know that they're going to make the squad, they've got other, uh, other priorities. Their goal is like to not get fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not exactly. get injured. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not reading too much into this. I think we saw in that, um, you know, if you're just taking individual performances or the look of individual players, we did get some, some interesting data on the negative side about some players and their readiness to play in a world cup, um, which Burhalter kind of alluded to after the, the uh, Saudi Arabia match. Hmm. So I think my, my world cup picture definitely got a little clearer in terms of what I would do if I was Burhalter, uh, with those, those fringe guys. And, um, you know, but I generally speaking, like, I think it's, it's a little, um, short-sighted to read too much into the level that we saw hmm. uh but it it was certainly concerning i it, it makes it a lot easier to envision this group going uh three and out which would be fucking painful after all of this uh after all this hullabaloo <laughs> it does become a lot easier to envision that but that is why it's hard to evaluate right because this is legitimately the least important game of like how many 30 games stretch like with however some any of these players who are whose teams are in the Champions League 
Um, you know, the, the fixture congestion is crazy. Everyone's trying to stay fit. It's just not that important, uh, I think, for the players in terms of, you know, putting it all out there, putting it on the line. Uh, it may be important for some for other reasons. Ty, what kind of data did you get on those fringe players? Um, so, Ricardo Pepe. Love you, buddy. Not there. You not there are yet. not getting a ticket to Qatar. Uh, Jesus Ferreira, who I alluded to, I I would, I think he's probably got to make it, but I just have no interest in using Jesus Ferreira in this tournament. Jesus so Ferreira is our our striker. I can I I feel like I'm taking crazy pills, y'all. This has been over. He's he's gonna start. Right. He's going to start. He's the guy. He's going to start We're game done. one. It's yeah, been no, done. I, and for me, for me, he's like, he's like not quite on the plane. He's like maybe in the luggage compartment below the plane. That's, that's, that's where Jesus Ferreira is in my, my, uh, where, who are you taking my then? squad order? Josh Sargent didn't look that much better. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get into it specifically, but my, I would take two nines and I would take, just take PFOC and Sergeant. And then I would just take the, the more talent in the, the, uh, winger slash 10 mm. pool and, and use Weya as the third nine. Uh, on a, on a light note, it was really great to see Tyler Adams on the field for a bunch of minutes. It was great to see Weston McKenney on the field for a bunch of minutes. Um, I am enjoying seeing Tyler play sort of more offensively and a, a little freer than he once than he once was or, or yes, what it felt yes. like he how he was playing for a long time and I'm sure there's a Jesse Marsh influence I, you know there I know that Jesse called him in between Red Bulls and Leeds saying that um or saying that uh, he needed to become the old Tyler again, <laughs> as in like nineteen-year-old mm-hmm. Tyler. Yeah, um, shout out his interview. A little on more swag, Men in Blazers. Uh, but I think he did. Yeah, he's he's done more than that. He's uh, we're I, we're starting to see a Tyler who can can dribble here and there. He's picked something up from Yunus Musa, I think, uh, and and he's trying some more through balls and things like that. And it, it was it was good to see. Yeah, I agree. Um, some other uh, data I feel like we got is that Matt Turner is a hundred percent ready to start and and must start. Hell yeah, I'm so with uh, that. Yes, yes, so with it. And I but love it. But the thing is, I, I just, think I, so. Here's I, I, I can't believe I can't believe that this man from suburban <laughs> New Jersey who play who like Dude, barely played amazing. soccer as a child is he's going to be starting for Arsenal in the Europa League. And he's going to start for the United States in a World Cup. It's it makes no sense. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking crazy. And you know what's even crazier? Jesus Ferreira and uh, Matt Turner are going to start. Ty is out on Jesus and all the way in on Matt Turner. Greg Berhalter so equally ambivalent on both. <laughs> he's not. He's still trying to decide if maybe Stefan's the guy. <laughs> I think that's all a farce. No, that's I think not he, true. He, it's I not think true. he knows. He's done. I it's think over. He knows. It's the same as Ferreira. It's the same exact situation. It's it's done. It's been done. Uh, but 
yeah, Ferreira, I guess not impressing Ty, but but Turner <laughs> doing so. I love Turner. We get a Turner for save Matt a game. Turner. We get a I Turner for a save a game. Every time he every time he receives the ball to his feet, it's like a mini heart attack. I'm alive again. It is. It is. <laughs> it's but fantastic. somehow still like I think Stefan I think he knows how to look a little bit better. With the ball at his feet, he but doesn't he, look he, like he's like a baby duckling trying to leave the leave his mother, you know, like Matt Turner does. But, um, <laughs> but mama, mama. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Why do you forget how to walk when the ball is near you? Um, no, but. Stefan, he he knows how to look a little slicker, but he still fucks up like a lot. And Matt he Turner does, did yeah. fuck up a, a bunch of times and could have easily given away a goal in either game uh, with with bad passing or just like clumsiness, um, which is a concern for sure. But I feel like in a World Cup context, they will just be a little bit more cautious. And I, the thing that's like maybe the most depressing of all is seeing the absolute just deterioration of the Burhalter system slash like culture shift slash identity for this team. Like the, in that, the Saudi Arabia game, for example, it was a lot of like long balls up to out the door. That's a lot of balls for out the door. They so were, they were definitely testing the high line, as one says. They were testing the high line. And while that is definitely the correct approach tactically, it just like I was like, oh god, this is basically the same as you know, late Klinsman ball. I w I wasn't seeing a lot of like distinguishing things about what like the stamp that Burhalter has put on the team. And I feel like like it it's basically just drifted like game after game for the course of this like four years or it started out super insane and like, like over the top too much and it's just drifted to like okay it's a basic four four three three like we play kind of modern normal soccer try to combine a little bit uh sometimes there's a ball <laughs> over the top we take that um we like crossing and uh and trying to combine through the middle it's like it's it's not clear what so the goal like, is all of this effort all of this effort to come up with this, <laughs> this like identity that will rebrand american soccer and it's like okay <laughs> we're just kind of playing four through three and just letting the talent you know do their thing so letting that that was actually depressing for how how do you think how, how do you think you would react if back in time has been spent on that totally if back in the day let's go let's go End of Jurgen. Jurgen's fired. Greggy hired. End of Jurgen. End of Jurgen. And you watch this game versus Saudi Arabia. What's? You, and this you, is Burhalter's first game. No, you're you're at that time, but you, you someone's like here. Watch this game from the future. It's the game before the World Cup. Oh, oh! I would be depressed. I would be deeply depressed. I'd be like, wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me we had five years. To improve. And that's what we did against the Saudi Arabian B team. <laughs> it's not good. And, we're, dude. and, oh, and uh, hold up, hold up. Where are the fans? What, yeah, there, what the fuck nobody, was that? Why were we in an empty stadium? to see our team after five years of growing the brand. 
<laughs> what uh what KPIs did you go with on that evaluation of that job well done? That's a, that's a very uh that's a very like on the nose thought experiment. Like yeah, time machine. I remember the first game after uh Kawuva, which was that uh Portugal friendly where um uh I think Weston scored and uh the um what's his face Horvath had like a terrible howler <laughs> under the, Dave, the Dave Saruman. Do you remember this? The, the hologram. hologram, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So, and at that time it was like, what ifs? Like anything goes, who cares? We got five years to figure this out. And it's like, oh, well, here we are. I guess, um, <laughs> I guess this is I it. Yes. That's what we did with that time. Cool. So what did we do with that time? We figured out, I mean, not much. Our players got older and a little better. Our players got older Our and players a little better. Are older I will say, and more better. Uh, if, if for anybody who's wants to hear something about this game, <laughs> not. Uh, I will say, or just something constructive about what Greggy B put together in this game. I will say that Dest on the left, for some reason, he looks more defensively solid to me. Just throwing it out yeah, there. Yeah, Dest, Dest is is way better than he was 12 months ago yeah though though his club situation is way worse <laughs> it got better and then it got worse it got better and then it got worse um i don't know i'm not sure geo reyna's looking great <laughs> let's get him on the field if we can geo reyna do you think he looks great i thought he looked fine but compromised Oh, I, I, I think that's fair. I think he looks uh, very good at times. He's just a beautiful person. I mean, he's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this whole thing is shaping up to be a learning experience, man. That's what it is. These, this is a young team. Uh, I think we should be excited for the World Cup. I think anything can happen. Uh, and I think we should appreciate that this is a, uh, an opportunity. Um, for this team to learn and grow. And whatever happens, happens, man. But it does kind of seem like it might be a uh, reality check. Comes to mind. <sighs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go contrarian on this. All I right. think this team is fucking good. They had the yips in these two games with the combination of like bubble players not... You know, bubble players doing bubble player things, and then the the primary players not really being at a hundred, certain not even close to being at a hundred. Um, with like lots of weird club situations, with the weird stadium thing, I don't know. Vibes was off. I think it's just it's just it was just some weird weird stitches that led to the vibe not being correct. And uh, I think that this team is going to be good. I think we're going to win more than one game in Qatar. <laughs> that is very diplomatically said. We're going to win more than one game because in, in Brazil, we only won one game. Yes. But does that mean a World win Cup. and a tie is... So do you mean two wins? No, we're going to have more than one win. Yeah. Two, two or more wins. Two or more wins. Likely two. It'll be like two wins uh, and two losses. 
and then we'll be out of the World Cup. That's probably what's going to happen. Sure. But sure, I believe sure. actually that we will win the World Cup. However, <laughs> I do I understand that, <laughs> that we are likely to crash out in that we games. are likely to <laughs> crash out in the round of sixteen. Um, no, but I think I think the team will will create highlights like the the World Cup highlights for this year will include the Nats having some cool like ten pass sequence that leads to a late you know uh pulisic trailing run goal like there's sure. they're going to do do something like that i know that these two games gave us zero evidence of that but what i'm trying to say is i i don't think these two games are particularly evidence of anything and i think it's just like overly simplistic to read into it aside from just like looking at individual players and how they respond to pressure to pressure and to like expectations being higher or the feeling that the spotlight is on them you know you know what you know what would be fun for us if we were in the time machine watching this on Greggy B's first day is seeing Malik Tillman take the field. Being like, yeah, I like good? Malik Tillman. I'm I like him. I, I, Malik Tillman is a hundred percent this year's Julian Green. Absolutely. Slash this year's DeAndre Yedlin. Andre DeAndre. It's Andre Andre. So yeah, Malik Tillman is on the plane. He's he's might even have an aisle seat. <laughs> uh, we did. Yeah, we suspected that someone would show up at the last second that no one had talked about and join this young squad, and he did. Welcome in, Malik. <laughs> shall we? Uh, shall we dive into our? Let's dive in. So, what's our your Qatar roster? Time? roster? It's time. Okay. The the you. Greggy B's waking up day after Saudi Arabia, and he's drinking his coffee, and he's making his final decisions. Uh, okay. Who, who so are you I, I, I forgot my notebook. I wrote it all out on my notebook in preparation for recording this episode with you, and then I totally forgot my notebook. But I, I, I think I can do the, the, the locks pretty quickly. So what I, what I did is locks, and then by position. And it, mind you, this is me, my uh, my plane, not Greggy B's plane. I know Greggy B has different thoughts. Yeah. So strikers, um, Pivok and Sergeant. Um, Pulisic. Mm, you know what? Mm, Sergeant's not a lock. If he has a bad, if he has a bad month, it's not a lock. Uh, Pulisic, Weya. Geo, but Pfock is a lock. Pfock is an absolute lock to me. I think this yeah. camp is like, I I was already crying out for more Pfock going into the camp, and then seeing the U.S. absolutely is completely ineffective in attack. It, it reminded me of how important Pfock can be. It's just so hard um, to see him being in the picture. But anyways, we're doing ties. We're doing ties. This is mine. This is mine. So. Pifak, Pulisic, Wea, Gio, Bernard Aronson. Beautiful. As the, the lock attackers. Yep. Mid, Tyler, Weston. Um, I'm not going to make Kellen Acosta a lock just because I don't want to give him the satisfaction, but he's, he's definitely <laughs> on the plane. Uh, and then Musa, of course. And I'm forgetting somebody. Luca De La Torre. 
Uh, You're a lock, bro. Are you taking Luca? Are you in on Luca? I, I'm I not like only I'm not taking him, but he's thing. a lock. Really? A lock yes. for the plane. He's a lock. I'm not, I don't need. I don't need to see more. I'm committed. What? Okay. Can we just pause here for one sec? What is it about Luca De La Torre that makes he is, you he is feel he's so ball there? secure? He's so ball secure. Hmm. He can. He is the only player it, within uh, fifty players of this roster who can do a Yunus Musa impression when needed. So clearly, the team works so much better when it has a Yunus, the Yunus Musa role in play, the ball carrying mm-hmm, mm-hmm, midfielder. Mm-hmm. Luca De La Torre is a capable backup to Yunus Musa, and he can also play either wing slot. All right. And he's just done nothing wrong. Like he's had, like every chance that he's gotten, he has he has delivered. That is true. Um, and maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just bitter because it's not Richie Ledesma. That would have been Richie Ledesma's spot, man. That is that should be that should be Richie. It Ledesma's is the rightful spot, pour one out for Richie. Oh, no. <laughs> let's go after after we get the roster out. Let's do all of the. Players who we wish had at some point made the roster. <laughs> All right, keep um, going, keep going. So, so okay. and then De La. In, in defense, De La Soul in in defense. Um, Dest uh, Yedlin's a lock for me. I I love yes. the presence yeah. of DeAndre Yedlin uh, in this roster. I love the the elder positional flexibility. The yeah the the young old guy. He's a young I think old is guy. Great. I can relate to that um, so hard. The pregame speeches, bro, that DeAndre yeah. Yedlin is going to drop on day one. They're going to be the so Wales good. game speech. He's been working on that Wales game speech. They're be so good. DeAndre Yedlin, you are a lock, my friend. I don't. Yeah. Um, when's his first captaincy? Let's let's fucking go. Oh, I, I'm sure it's that's happened. Right? Has it already happened? Great. Good I'm sure for him. it's happened. Congratulations. And I, and I hope he captains the U.S. at the World Cup. Yes, uh, he yes. deserves it. Um. And then Yedlin and Zimmerman. Zimmerman would be a, also a lock on defense. Aaron Long? No. Not Aaron a lock. Long is he's he's with Jesus Ferreira in the uh the the baggage compartment. <laughs> <laughs> and then for goalkeepers, uh Matty Two Hands is a lock. And then uh, I'm gonna make the others go garbage co- <laughs> baggage compartment. <laughs> Um, all right <laughs> so this this is uh let's see nine talk to me about yeah. 13 locks okay okay pfock polisic waya geo brendan aronson tyler weston musa luca de la torre dest yedlin zimmerman turner and you get 23 total you get 26 total man that's a lot of space on your plane bro who else is going? This is where the fun begins. <laughs> okay, so so then there's the uh, the bubble, the sec- second stringers. So clearly, based on this, we have a lot of work to do in defense. So let's start there. We've got Dest, Yedlin, and Zimmerman. For so, sure. And then so, so I'm I would say CCV has done enough in the last couple months to make it. He, he couldn't be in this camp because of injury. Otherwise, I think he'd be in this camp. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
And I was thinking about this. I was thinking about my starters. And I was thinking, would I do CCV Zimmerman? Would I, would I tolerate long Zimmerman? Walk long. And then I was thinking about Tim Ream. Oh, baby. About him. I was thinking about him. And I, I, I believe I have said on this air that I never want to see Tim Ream's face in U.S. camp ever again. Yes. But the guy is so first. So there's a couple factors here, though. Uh, this is amazing, dude. This is so amazing. He, can, again, he is again, a player. time machine to Greggy B's first day. <laughs> listen, we got well, to listen yeah, to keep this in mind. Pod. That was the Dave Saruman era, all the way back to the Dave Saruman era when I was when I railing about Tim Reeves' performance against Panama in 20, <laughs> 2015. Um, so to, he's left-footed, right? He plays next to um, Anthony Robinson day in, day out as the captain of a Premier League team where these two gentlemen go up against the best in the world and are not, you know, not always locked down, but are strong. Yeah. He is a player who has gotten better with age, and he is a player who can play the ball on the ground very effectively. So you've got Reem and Zimmerman both able to spray passes um, at will, which is a some I'm not sure maybe if, the one thing that yeah, yeah. we see Greggy B try to do all yeah, the time. Yeah, I'm not sure if I would use the phrase spray passes with ease for Tim Reem, but um, I take okay. I take your point. Okay. I take your point. Okay. I love the Anthony Robinson, Tim Reem, day in, day out angle here. I think there actually is a lot, a lot to that. I think that matters. Yeah. I think that matters. And it's, I, I, I feel like, it, especially in this kind of situation where you have such limited preparation time, you know, that, that there's, uh, there's certain habits that those two would be able to just carry in and execute, you know? Yeah. So, so Tim Ream is on the plane. Um, Chris Richards? Joe Scally. Joe Scally has grown on me over time. Yeah. I believe Joe Scally is on the plane for me. Hasn't had a lot of reps with the U S but is just playing at a high, high enough level that I'm, I'm in on yeah. that. Um, then we get into, some of the other center back options. I'm very, I love, uh, I love Chris Richards. I want to give him a huge hug and just <laughs> tell him how, how cool of a guy he is. I don't know if he has established himself as like a national team level center back. He's, he's not playing very frequently. He's never gotten a lot of time for the Nats. Yeah, it's true. What do we do? Well, I think the CCV clearly shout, is talented. Yeah, I right? I don't know, man. Um, I kind of thought it would happen by now. I feel like what's happening is we're getting here, and the a lot of, the, it just hasn't been as much development time as I thought it was going to feel like at this point. <laughs> like when we started yeah. talking about Chris Richards, like he needs more time, but we're out of time. Um, Time's up. Time's up. Uh, so, um, so he's he's. We'll leave we'll leave him aside for now. Mark McKenzie, I'm sorry, but you're not on the plane. Not on the plane. You're not. You're not going to make it. 
I guess it leaves us. Eric Palmer Brown, I think, is should be on the plane. Um, talented, experienced, has played with the Nats a decent amount. Solid club record in recent times. Flexible. I I want I want EPB. He's, cool. he's coming in here. Aaron Long, I guess. We're just going to default to Aaron Long. I mean, here's the thing the, with these. Aaron Long is, I think, going to give you what you expect, which is more than can be said about someone like Eric Palmer Brown, right? So a known quantity, true. a known true, quantity, true, true, true. Uh, a partnership with with. Zimmerman, I, I think I'm more in on Walk Long. You're more right. Okay, okay. You okay. have. You I, have I buy that. I buy that. I buy that. So long, long in first before EPV, and then, then you probably want to go for an outside back. It's and, like just and, one of the general. Are you? Pool so this of, is your roster, right? So you're okay leaving John Brooks. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm probably am, though he definitely there's. Definitely scope to me for him to like start three games in a row at Benfica and be on the plane. And just like, he just like looks like his old self and he's just, he's just so immensely talented somewhere in there that he could find his way to the plane for sure. But as of now, not so, not so much. As of now, I can't, I just can't. He's it's barely played. Day. He's he's had a year. He's barely played soccer, so I can't envision bringing him. It's a sad day. I guess, but it turns I, I gotta, out give, Greggy I gotta right. give Greggy B a lot of credit on that one. I mean, you know, I'm I'm an idiot about a lot of shit on this show, but I was I was definitely I was definitely behind. So it's a couple months behind on the uh, the revelation about where we're at with John Brooks's career. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see that happening so, at all. So maybe yeah, there's something, I didn't see it happening this fast. So something on something the training ground, maybe that yeah. Greggy B was so, just right about. Of of the outside, the random outside backs. Do you want Cannon, Shaq Moore, Sam Vines? I'm Cannon overall. Uh, Cannon overall, yeah, yeah. But but Cannon, he's he's played he played a final. He so played that can, uh, so gold cup Cannon, final. So Cannon, Scally, Dest. It's um, Cannon, Scally, Dest, Yedlin as the Dest outside Yedlin. backs. Yeah, that's, I'm yeah. good with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. All right. Yeah, I like that too. Um, shout out right. to Shaq so Moore. That but, fills yeah. out the defenders. Filling out the midfield, the first name on the bubble team sheet is definitely Kellen Acosta. Good job, Kellen Acosta. <laughs> you are the, You're the captain of the bubble team. You are team. the United States second best. Weston McKenney and second best Tyler Adams at the same time, which is cool. Also, you're <laughs> almost as good as Christian Pulisic at set pieces. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. So, or Gio Reyna. You. You're third best at set pieces. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gio Um, you know, and also shout out options. to shout out to Kellen Acosta winning that battle against. Uh, Against um, Christian Roldan and at times even um, Gianluca Busio. Gianluca Busio, uh, who also Boos auditioned Cruz. for the role of America's second best Weston McKinney. <laughs> <laughs> he had so much going Many for Many have him. tried. <laughs> 
he had so much going for him. But oh it just God. didn't quite pan out in time. Um, okay. Yeah. So, right. Right. So, um, and then also in my midfield bubble team is Jimmy Sando. Oof. Who is probably America's Jimmy Sando. third best Tyler Adams. But he gives us, what he gives us is... Um, the ability to play a true six in that, you know, even Tyler, I don't know, is a true six. So, uh, I like having that in our back pocket, um, also can slip into defense very well. Uh, also has, um, chemistry with Malik Tillman. Probably. <laughs> we assume. Good buddies. We hope. Uh, the, James Sands is the perfect player for my dream formation, which involves a back three and a double pivot, all played by the same type of player, James Sands. Just five James Sands. And the reason five James Sands is the reason that you do this, it's this Mm. archetype of player. The reason that you do this is because then you have completely interchangeable pieces. So that no matter what happens uh, throughout the season injury-wise or fitness-wise, you can run six people (laughs) in five positions, and you're good. You're just definitely going to be good. It's five James Sanses and then five Malik Tillmans. (laughs) Exactly. Five McKennies. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's I love this. The formation. I love this. That's the idea. Well, and actually, one the, Matt Turner. The, the, one, one Matt, Matt Turner. Turner. The attacking side of my formation is different, but I'll save that for another day. But it's yeah, the it's the five James Sands in the back all day, and you're just grooming more James Sands. That's the other reason it's great for <laughs> video games is that you just have all your youth teams building towards this one player. <laughs> You're trading for all the James Sands in the world it's, uh, to get you, that you, you, roll of the dice. You, you, you go scout from La Masia to hire uh, Jaime Sandizio. <laughs> all, right. all right. What other interesting bear, uh, sort of um, difficult decisions are in here? So the the one other bubble guy who I've just been thinking about, I've been thinking about in more ways than one in my life, is Sebastian Legette. <laughs> of course, yes. Who the man who'll make you he question also has everything. A young old guy. <laughs> he does vibes. have a young old guy, <laughs> which I like. Oh, that's so um, <laughs> he's a he, I don't. I don't vibe. think I'm gonna take Polly Nips. So somebody needs to lead the uh, the trips to the club the, <laughs> late at night. The the Qatari I, nightclubs. <laughs> I am legit over Nips. I'm sorry, Nips. I just yeah. can't do it. There, I just we can, can't. We can see only us. have one um, Jim Tan <laughs> Laundry enthusiast. I just can't <laughs> see us. I just can't see when Polly Ariola Nipples takes the field. I just you can't don't see, see it nips going happening. well. I don't you can't see, see it nips going happening. well. Like so, nothing good is going to happen from that. I'm gonna put. I'm just gonna put. Sebastian Legett on the plane here, and then we'll we'll see how it plays out. Maybe I'll change my mind later. Man, this but is that, uh, the, it's a little weird because so I I had four midfielders in my locks, and I've only got three here, and we are a little light in midfield. Um, but I think it's okay because like a lot of the uh, the wingers can play at the ten, etc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's fine for you know seven guys for three slots basically. 
finally, bubble attackers. Um, the first bubble attacker is Malik Tillman. Oh, come on in, buddy. Get on in here. We're going to need you to do some onboarding training with You've... Julian Green for what it's like to be a flash in the pan. Exactly, exactly. Just to be clear, Malik Tillman, you have done nothing to deserve this. This is this comes exclusively from our our over enthusiasm and yeah. hope. It's just timing. You are if, a vessel yeah, for our hope. It's okay. Two, it's two months of timing. It would have been exactly. It would have been exactly. a different kid. It would have been Peppy. To you know, a year and a half ago, exactly. it would have been Peppy. But today, it's you. Good congratulations. It's you. <laughs> We're so happy for um, you. We're so happy for you. <laughs> Other uh, forward options, I put Sergeant... No, I took Sergeant out of the lock, so Sergeant, you're on the plane. Just don't fuck it up this last month here. Um, You just barely got back on the plane. You were about to be left on the tarmac. You made it. Uh, Jordan Morris, hard maybe. <laughs> It's such a hard maybe. Let's, let's come back. Let's come. Let's circle back. <laughs> did you take? Wait. Did you take Jesus? Jesus is not on the plane yet. Jesus is not hey, yet Jesus, decided. He's not offered. Jesus not and uh, George and Jamo Smooth are hanging out um, at the at the expensive Starbucks. They're so close. Waiting to see if they're going to get on. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right, let me let me stop there, get a count, and let's see how many seats we got left on this plane. Okay. Yeah, I don't. So I don't think was... you can go without Jesus. G. I think there's, you know, you need him. I think you could. Jordan Morris is droppable. You know what I mean? Um, All right. So I've got I've got twenty three. Okay. And so the last category here is not bubble, but clinging, clinging to landing gear <laughs> okay <laughs> this is the last fucking guys on the plane we got three slots the candidates are um Jesus. i'm gonna make chris richards a candidate oh chris yeah. richards chris richards jesus um booze cruise oh booze cruise great shout out what about a like um uh what's his face? Oh, oh. shit, I forgot the other goalkeepers. Uh-oh. That that's just bad oh, yeah. for you the landing gear. Yeah, you have to take Sean Johnson crowd. and uh Yeah, we we no, I'm taking Horvath and Stefan. Horvath Stefan. Yeah, that that sounds Horvath Stefan. So so we've got clinging to landing gear. Chris Richards, Jesus, Booz Cruz, EPB, um Haji Wright is not even clinging. Bello, There's... no. Hoppy, no. Johnny Cardoso. No. I feel like Hoppy sh- should deserve something just for what he the, Hop- the way he showed Hoppiness up. Happiness is the truth. Happiness is the truth. <laughs> the way he showed up to this team is was so special. I feel like fuck it, just bring this guy for the brand of the team. We need a brand ambassador. <laughs> Twenty seventh fan. You're not actually on the roster, but 
You are a professional soccer player who will be around during this tournament. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're not a fan, but you're, you're not, not a player. Quite a fan, but you're also not going to be on the bench. You're not you will a be coach. in the stands, and you will need to purchase your own ticket. <laughs> We can give you a ride. (laughs) If you're staying at the same hotel, you can come on the bus. Yeah, you could stay with a friend of mine, I think. Yeah. Let me check. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Matthew Hoppy, twenty seventh man. A good, good, a couple good buddies in Doha had a had a few great years. Wait, is that? I think we're still cool. I'm sorry. Really bad. What is? Uh, no, that's that's guitar. Okay, good. Just okay, checking. Good. Double checking. Uh, all right, so, so we've got right, just so double checking. Going? We've got um, so we've got we've got twenty five so far, and clinging to the landing gear of the blade is uh, Chris Richards, Jesus Ferreira, Booz Cruz, EPB, Polly Nibs, and I'm gonna give it to Jesus Ferreira. You made it, buddy. Hey. I just didn't want to let you in without a fight. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your... I, I felt like at the last second there, I was like, just bring Paulie. Why not? Just bring Paulie. <laughs> uh, okay. Paulie. Oh, just bring his fucking Paulie's great every time. Oh, shit. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing up all the players. We're going to have a dramatic reveal. What do you think they're going to do for the uh, the roster release? Will, how cringy will it be on a scale of one to cringy? It's going to be like a U.S. soccer article. No, 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 no. In past years, when this when this uh, this game of ours was even less of a big deal, it was still live on ESPN. With it was it was cringy. Um, didn't like interview, on, like live interview. Didn't someone on uh, uh, Grant Wall's podcast talk about how that was like a Bruce Arena thing, and that each coach can decide? They can decide, but they're going to want to make it a TV thing, for sure. Does TV definitely care? TV should care. They can make a lot of money off this shit. It'll be on, because Fox has a World Cup, it'll be on Fox. I guarantee it. Live. All right, all right, all right, all right. And it's going to be very cringy. So then you're giving your roster, why don't you also tell us how you want it to be presented? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's going to first... The first part of the show is a um, GGG bounce pass clinic. <laughs> it's GGG bounce ball. Uh, we have we have youth teams that we've been training to play GGG bounce ball. It's kind of like spike ball, um, but a little different. You're gonna love it. All right, are you ready, Clayton, for the 2022 United States World Cup roster? These are the players. Who are going to go to Qatar and lose all three games <laughs> with barely any XG? Let's go! Let's go! Let's go. Ready to rumble! Get out there, Jordan Peefock! Jesus Ferreira, baby! You made it, Joshy Poo Sergeant. Uh, Christian Pulisic, the porcelain prince, Christian Pulisic, Tim Weah, the man who will be the world potentate, Giovanni Reina, the prince of American soccer, Brendan A.A. Ron Swanson, the first of many A.A. Ron Swansons to come. (laughs) 
the first of many. And the first Malik of the Clone Tillman, Wars. the luckiest young man on earth. The luckiest boy in New York. Midfielder, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Tyler Adams, founding father Tyler the Adams, been there father. in the revolution, and he's still here. Weston McKenney, the West is yet to come. Um, you know him, you love him, Eunice Musa. Oh, MVP. You have America's next, second best, Eunice Musa, Luca <laughs> de la Torre. Hey. We have America's second best, Weston McKenney, Kellen Acosta. Oh. We have just mediocre enough, James Sands. Part of the back and five. And we have part of the future back five of all it's James Sands. James Sands and the Jimmy One Sandos. One fifth of the future back five. <laughs> back five. Uh, <laughs> back five. Um, and finally, finally, break out your tanning oil. It is Sebastian Legette. I was just I got Polly on FaceTime. I guys the guys I got Polly on FaceTime. You should have been here, Polly. Um in defense, starting with Serginho Destino, baby. The sauce. Play him on the left side, please. Sauce, 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 sauce. Uh oh. We forgot someone. Oh no! Someone's gonna have to get off the plane. Wait. Who uh, did we forget? Okay, sorry. We forgot Robinson. Robinson, um, you're in, is and an unnamed. This is all is just all theoretical. All healthy. healthy, yeah. An unnamed. Um, we did certain about right back. Just, well, he's he's he, he's yeah. I guess I oh, technically Robinson. should put Miles Robinson. Oh, yeah, Anthony Robinson. Yeah. Oh my God, sorry. we forgot about both Robinsons. We forgot about Anthony Robinson. So, so Robbo, you're in. Uh, the artist formerly known as Reggie Cannon is no longer on the plane. I'm sorry, Reggie Cannon. Sorry, buddy. Um, sorry, buddy. People at home yelling at us from like 15 minutes ago. Uh, Dest, Yedlin, Zimmerman, CCV, Tim Ream, my pookie baby, Joe Scally. Aaron Long, Anthony Robinson. It got a lot better there at the end. Uh, Turner. Robinson was a good move. Turner, Horvath, Stefan. The big three. The big three. Always. Dude, the backup to the backup became the king. And now he's gotten everyone. It's so crazy. He had, at some point, he had no gloves. Now he has as many gloves as he wants. As many gloves as he's willing to give. I wish, though, that it was not just out of process of elimination. You know? Like, it's it's basically because Zach Steffen has fallen off so bad, so fast, That's that it's, it's no longer conceivable that the U.S. would start him. Which is crazy, and isn't it? How it's crazy. Happen? It happened because he was in the world's best job. Which is the Man City number two job, where you have to do barely anything. Right. He he still managed to screw up enough that he got exiled to you know some godforsaken place in the middle of the United Kingdom, and he's been exposed. 
because now he has to play like week in week out against high level opposition. It's like, Oh yeah. Oops. I guess. Ooh. So wait, when you're not just playing like five FA cup games against shit teams and then two games that matter at the end of the season, like, Oh, maybe you're not that good. Yeah. Yeah. And he also just didn't get the same amount of reps, man. Matty two hands has been being shot on his whole life. Well, dude, Matty two hands had a, had a great um, little quote. I think it was uh, Stu, maybe, who delivered this quote in the Saudi Arabia game, which is that he said that he got as good as he possibly could get being at the refs, and that's why he wanted to go to Arsenal. Hmm. I love that. You're right. You, you did probably get as good as you could possibly get because you're seeing like the same guys shooting at you over and over again right. in training or whatever and in games. So he's he's now, you know, he's facing up against Gabriel Jesus every day in training. It's pretty and dumb. that's that's going to definitely improve you. So I like it. Um There we have it, so that's, folks. That's that's, that's a 26. There we have it, folks. We are in here uh like swim wear and we are ready to rumble. Kat, are you ready? Amos, are you ready? It's Bruh. time for the World Cup, dog. It's time for Bruh. the fucking World Cup. No um, more preamble, no more bullshit. And it's a little depressing and a little exciting to see where where this all shook out. You know where we actually. And would you would you here. like very briefly eleven? Eleven for Wales. Give me your 11 for Wales. It'll be a nice palate cleanser Quickly. on some of these bubble <laughs> decisions that we've just made. Pulisic, Jordan P. Fock, Brendan Aaron Swanson, Tyler Adams, Weston McKenney, Eunice Musa, Dest Zimmerman, Dest Reem Zimmerman Robinson, Turner. The good soccer team. Can't believe you're saying that with Tim Ream in there, but you're right. It's a good soccer team, bro. I mean, it's a better soccer team than the Wales soccer team. I have not, I did not watch the Wales friendly, <laughs> but I wouldn't be, I would be surprised. I didn't say that with enough conviction, worse. I have to say. I'd be surprised if it looked worse <laughs> than our, our friendly against Saudi Arabia. Um, oh my god. But how we'll many see. Listen the, man, there's it's definitely a, it's the a substantial amount of players on the Wales team who would walk into our 11 so Absolutely. I'm not going to I'm not going to get that crazy about it. But it's it's at the very least it's a, a it's a solid match. You know, it's this is we're right there. We're right there. We should go through um 60/40 chance that we go through and uh I think the team is going to be good and, and will everybody will forget about both of these games. These are completely irrelevant. Good. And I say this is going to be a precious opportunity to experience growth for this, for these young individuals wow. and for, oh, for Greg Berhalter. I that's think, so nice. And I think that this is, uh, the, I really do think it's very cool to have our nation be the youngest team in a World Cup. I don't think the youngest that, team in the I don't world. Think cup. That's, that's gonna, really I, neat. I mean, I don't know how, uh, you know, I don't know what the patterns are with that, but 
seems like an unlikely occurrence and maybe won't happen again, you know, in our lifetimes. So we should really soak it all in and enjoy this. We should enjoy every yeah. minute. It's a really special. The, sort it, of- it may literally never happen again in our lifetimes. And that is, that is really cool. Yeah. It's definitely a team where like going in, pe- people from around the world are going to be pumped to see what the U S does. Yes, we are. Yeah. We're a neutrals, uh, watch for sure. Completely. Like what's Completely. going on with that team over there? Um, which yeah. I think is great. I'm proud to be that. I'm proud to be that. And anything can happen, folks. Oh, I love me Ugh. a blueberry pie. Um, it's just a delicious thing. I love myself a cookie as well. Um, black and white, please. Thank you very much. Uh, and I also like chocolate. But none of those sweet, sweet things will be as sweet, sweet treats as lifting the World Cup one day. Fuck yeah, bro! <laughs> lifting the World I Cup don't, in two months, in two months, or whatever, in a, some amount of time. Because I don't love any of those sweet things as much as I love the gnats. Let's go, boys! Let's go, boys! <laughs> we'll talk to y'all soon. All right, get ready. It's we the peeps. It's we the peeps. Welcome to we the peeps. Are you ready for we the peeps? Holy moly, it's we the peeps.